Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coffee at FCG. So glad you're here with us. It's Pastor BJ, Pastor Lisa, Pastor Will, Pastor Brittany here. And we are going to jump right into some conversation today about the Holy Spirit. Um, I can tell you something that really impacted me was seeing a video a few years back from that movie that came out called Finger of God, and they were interviewing these young people that had been in ministry school. And there was one guy who was just smiling ear to ear talking about the Holy Spirit. And he said, I grew up in church every week in my life. I knew the Trinity was the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But all I ever talked about or heard people talking about was God the Father and Jesus the Son. I knew there was a Holy Spirit. But when I heard somebody say, the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. He has gifts. He produces fruit in your life. I started thinking to myself, why haven't I heard more about the Holy Spirit? And now it's like a door has been opened. This kid was just beaming ear to ear. And I remember seeing that probably 12, 13 years ago, whenever that movie came out and thinking, man, how many people are, are missing understanding and friendship uh, with the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of them? How different could their lives be? How different are our lives when we're aware of this? Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, I think maybe in that same movie he, that guy described him as the forgotten part mm-hmm. of the Trinity. Yeah. And um, that's just so different from how a lot of us grew up. Um, and we thought, man, what a great conversation this would be for our podcast. So why not jump in with our first one being a conversation centered around the Holy Spirit? Woohoo. Right? I'm yeah. excited. I know Brittany has a scripture ready oh, right yeah. now, right? For, to, to maybe to maybe read who what what do we got well first of all we love the holy spirit but we got to get a shout out to some good coffee yeah so what's everybody drinking oh i actually already finished mine uh i had a lavender oat latte it was delish from our hopefully one day maybe they'll sponsor us everyday market we're there enough yeah i have a iced americano Mm. my husband got me on which prefer wow I prefer cold brew, mm. but anyways, less caffeine with some, um, you know, half and half cinnamon. Yeah, mine is gone. I usually <laughs> finish my coffee in the car on the way That's so annoying. from where, when I get it to wherever I'm going. You, drink so. your you literally savor it. Savor it yeah, you it's savor gone. It. I guess today I suck mine. Once the, once the ice starts to melt, you know, it, it, I got to get rid of it. I got to drink it. Mm. So right. It's I, been so hot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I it's just a black Americano <laughs> for me from from Everyday Market, Everyday Market, future sponsor of the pod. Yeah, <laughs> I had an Americano today because I wanted to be like Will and Brittany. Mm. <laughs> I guess well, I'm Lisa. the only one. It's good. <laughs> they're they're the coolest, and I just think if I make more decisions like Will and Brittany, yeah. I'll be cool as well. So I got an Americano. I put a little honey in it. Mm. Yeah, I put mm. a little agave. And I had some half and half. Was that half and half that was in yeah. there? Or was that oat milk? It was half and half. It was really good. I'll get it again. Hmm. We have a good joke. Brittany and Will don't really drink tap water. (laughs) And I drink tap water. No tap water. And when I fill up my cup with tap water in front of them, my joke is always like drinking local honey. (laughs) Gets rid of all, gets you immune to all the local germs and diseases. There you go. (laughs) Hey, but we're not sick. That's right. Don't don't really. That's uh, true. None of us really. Yeah. We got the immunities. <laughs> They've been building up for anyway. 40 years. <laughs> I like it. 
So we got our coffee in. Yep. We when got, we got the Holy Spirit. And we got the Holy Come Spirit on, on the inside. My, of what else us. do you need in life? I got my Bible ready. Spirit. Oh yeah. Let's what do, do we it. got? Read that verse. All right, Acts one eight. This is the New Living Translation. But you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling mm-hmm. people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, into the ends of the earth. That's Jesus talking. Mm-hmm. Jesus saying that as he is about to ascend to heaven and he just told the apostles, the disciples, go wait for me in this room. Go to the upper room. We've all heard about the upper room. This is something I love pointing out that he says, go tell people the gospel, go make disciples, but don't do it until you receive the Holy Spirit. Like he told them to go lock themselves in a room until they receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Like it was, it was days and days. They could have been out doing good things. They could have been witnessing. They could have been telling people about Jesus. But he says, Hey, don't go do this until you receive the power that the Holy Spirit brings. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. It's so the Holy Spirit and the ministry of the Holy Spirit is so important. Jesus told these guys, don't even go try (laughs) and to spread the gospel. Don't even try to make disciples without the ministry and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. That's a little bit mind-blowing because, I don't know. I've tried to do things without the Holy Spirit, and uh, man, sometimes they go good, I guess, but not good is not the best. Like Mm -hmm. We have a friend that says, is it a good idea or is it a God idea? Mm. Is it it going good with human effort, or are we seeing like supernatural results? I'd rather... I'd rather just go after the things that are getting supernatural results through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Lisa always talks about how she grew up um, a little bit opposite of that guy that I was talking about. She grew up in a church um, where you always knew the Holy Spirit yeah. was your closest friend, was, My closest was very friend. aware. That's, well, and when we we're talking about doing this. I was like, well, number one has to be Holy spirit because he's number one for me. Um, and all of us, I mean, in this room, I don't, I don't think any of us live our life without the power of the Holy spirit. I received the Holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues when I was two and a half years old. (laughs) And, um, I, I just have so many fond memories of just like singing to the Lord on a swing, just swinging and just singing to the Lord. Um, my parents were in full-time ministry, so I was always at the church and I would just be praying in tongues, speaking in tongues, like I was speaking Spanish in my head or something. And, um, I would just have conversations with the Lord and, man, I mean, throughout my life, I, it's carried me. It's so good. Um, I was thinking about Todd White, you know, where he, um, prayed for it when he got saved and then he just started praying for people like mm. all the time yeah you know and I heard his testimony but he prayed for something I, I could be wrong but I think it was like close to was it 900 people I think he's I remember that yes it's either it was 90 or yeah 900. no it was not no I think it was 900 because yeah, 90 doesn't feel like as many I mean I remember That's it being zealous. like a dramatic number and him and his daughter his wife wasn't even saved at the time so they would like go out him and his daughter and pray for 900 people and like none of them got healed and then he finally asked the Lord, like, why is that? And the Lord said, um, you don't have the Holy Spirit. Mm. 
There's mm. no power behind it. Right. And like, I've been filled with the Holy Spirit for as long as I can remember. I mean, probably, you know, I mean, I wasn't too. That's probably <laughs> the youngest I've ever heard. Um, but I was, I mean, I was probably eight, something like that. And, um, but when I heard for some reason that it was the power behind it, mm. it changed me, I think, you know, like, cause I was such a shy kid growing up and, um, to You're think even that kind it, of a shy adult, me? you know? Yeah. Sometimes. Is that a joke? Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't tell if you're joking. No, that's a, that's a joke. Oh, I don't feel like I'll talk to anybody. <laughs> I don't think Especially about the Holy Ghost. Yeah, I mean, my Lord. But anyways, um, I was just such a shy kid, such a shy teenager. And I think that like did something to me when I heard that it was the power. Like, oh, I actually have that. I can tap into that. Like I have the power. I don't have to be afraid. I don't have to be like shy all the time. You're not alone. Yeah, I'm not right. alone. That's good. I mean... If you're serious about me being a shy adult, maybe I am, but like. No, I, that was a joke. But oh. I do remember when we first became youth pastors and, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, you know, it was terrifying to try to get Brittany to speak in front of the youth group. And now, I mean, she's she's writing sermons and, yeah. you know, one of the one of the best speakers we got around here. You know? Oh, yeah. We got some great ones. <laughs> She's up in the top, the top two. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> top two. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. The Holy Spirit for me, uh, I, there's a really funny story about me getting filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues in the parking lot of yeah, the I can't church. can't be marrying anyone that's not filled with the Holy Ghost. And, <laughs> and it was right before our wedding and, um, you know, we were, me and Brittany were youth pastors at the time and it was just never something that I had and, uh. We were about to get married. I don't remember how soon. I mean, it was pretty close around the corner. And Brittany it was, was like a week, yeah. wasn't it? Oh yeah, I'm like. Brittany was you just get like, with the Holy Ghost. yeah, you, you got to get filled with the Holy Holy Ghost. So I was like, well, I mean, I guess I, I could do that on Sunday. Or you wanted Jerry to pray for you? Oh yeah, shout out to Jerry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I never heard that part. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. I was like, maybe that. Jerry will pray for me on Sunday. Yeah, love you, Jerry, very well. I'm, sure, uh, Very well. I'm positive Jerry's listening to this podcast. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know Jerry, if you did know Jerry, you'd be laughing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he would have prayed for me. I know absolutely. He would. He would have done it, and I would have gotten filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, right there. But um, Lisa was. We were talking to BJ and Lisa about that that night, and she was like, "No, let's just do it right now." <laughs> And so right there in the parking lot, just came right out. And it, I mean, it, you know, it wasn't, it felt like I had always had it because it was always in me. I just wasn't letting it out, which, you know, tells you something about the Holy Spirit. Like it's, it's in there. You just gotta, you gotta let it flow out. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, that was, that was awesome. And ever since then, I've, I've used that as like, you know, you can like, Anybody can have access to this if, mm-hmm. if you just get out of the way, really, is, is what it was for me. Just don't try to make it happen. Uh, don't, don't try to say the right 
tongues, you know, <laughs> I hear some people's tongues and I'm like, man, there's a really cool, like, <laughs> I wish mine was sounded that cool, but <laughs> you can't, you know, you, I don't know. You, Andrew says you can work it out. No, I yes. believe that. And, and I can, I will say like from the time I started speaking in tongues to now, it's like your vocabulary, vocabulary grows, you know, like, yeah, that's so true. I feel like you, you get, there's more, uh, depth to it. Mm-hmm. The more you use it. Um, I mean, I guess it's like anything else. The more you practice it, you get better at it. The more you work it out, you get stronger at it. So yeah. Brittany made an Andrew Womack reference, yes. Womack reference. He's big influence on all of us. So yeah. if any of us ever on this podcast call somebody by their first name and it's Andrew, <laughs> it's usually yeah. Andrew a reference Womack. to Andrew Womack who has awesome resources about all this. It's actually an Andrew Womack who, who's a um, <clears throat> special person in all of our lives. Lisa and I are alumni of his Bible college. Lisa's known Andrew her whole life. It was actually um, a few months after my dad passed away in 2016. I was preparing messages every week for the first time in my life, preaching, stepping into full-time lead pastor. And um, I really felt like I needed to teach on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And this is me as a mature believer, 33 years old. I'm Not that I'm arrived. We're all still maturing. Um, but I mean, I'm pastoring a church. I've been filled with the Holy Spirit since I was 11, was saved. I can't even remember when I got saved. I was just kind of, you know, born into it. But I do, I do know I had a salvation experience. At some point, my mom said she remembers me praying at four. Uh, but then I remember the day I got filled with the Holy Spirit and um, I was ready to, to speak on it, on the Holy Spirit and um, give people an invitation to come receive the Holy Spirit with the evidence specifically of speaking in tongues and before the message, it was a Sunday morning in my office. Um, I just was sitting there and I heard this nagging thought in my head. I don't know if it was the enemy or if it was just me being self-conscious, but I thought for the first time ever, I had this thought, what, wait, what do I really know about the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Is, mm. this, is, is the baptism of the Holy Spirit something that happens when you get saved and then you just have to use it? Or is it something that happens after you get saved? And so before my message, I mean, I'm like looking through Googling scriptures on the Holy Spirit. And, you know, you find things like Matthew 3.11, where John the Baptist says, I baptize with water those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, Mm -hmm. talking about Jesus, so much greater. I'm not even worthy to be his slave and carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So you you, uh, you you get these scriptures and there's still not a lot of detail on like, is salvation a separate experience from baptism of the Holy Spirit? It sounds like it is, but what what is it exactly? And I kind of freaked out and didn't even preach the message. I just, I don't even know what I did that day. I either wrote something real fast in my office or I just, I don't know, recycled something <laughs> and just brought it. I don't know. And that week I was really struggling with this. I was like, I want to know exactly what happens before I get up and share about this on a Sunday morning. And that week I was tuning into Andrew Womack's show and, you know, him being such a special person in our lives, man, when he, when he speaks, not just because he's on TV, because we, you know, have a relationship with him. Um, when he speaks, we, we listen and he was talking about the baptism of the Holy spirit. And I thought, this is great. I'm going to learn exactly what I need to learn. And at the end of the episode, he said, so, you know, a lot of people ask me, 
is this something that happens at salvation or is it a separate experience? And he said, well, we can look in the word. He goes, the disciples walked with Jesus. They were believers and then they were filled with the Holy Spirit. They had an experience where tongues of fire descended on them and they spoke in tongues and and it was a separate experience for them. He goes, you know, now that now that that's happened, um, is this something that we receive at salvation or is it a separate thing that happens later? He goes, honestly, I don't know. All I know is <laughs> the Bible's not super clear on it. He goes, all I know is that you need to be saved and you want to be baptized mm-hmm. in the Holy Spirit because it's awesome. It's where the power is at. It's yeah. it's the part that produces good fruit in your life. And that just set me free so much to say, okay, so maybe we can't sit down and map out exactly how it happens mm. in the spirit. But here's what we know is that Jesus comes to baptize with, with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And when you receive the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, man, it ignites something in your life. It's diff- It makes a difference. You do receive power. Mm-hmm. And beyond the power, the Holy Spirit produces, we know from Galatians 5.22, this, this kind of fruit in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's good stuff. Yeah. Kindness. It's, it's uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, gentleness self-control. self-control. It is good stuff. It's a good one. Stuff that yeah. you want. Yeah. So you can be a believer without this fruit being produced in your life. Yeah. You have grumpy believers. Mm. You can have unkind believers. Yeah. You can have, and, and, and honestly, they give believers a bad name. They give Christians yeah. a bad name. Yeah. But yeah. when you receive the Holy Spirit, a different That's kind true. of work is produced in your life. There was a difference after you yeah. got filled with the Holy Spirit in the parking lot that day. Yeah, it, it's kind of like you're walking around with half half your battery, you know, like you, mm. your phone's at 50%, like you're walking around at 50%. Like, you can still work at 50%, but you want to be at 100%. You want to have all the power that you can you can generate. And, you know, like you said, there's there's a lot of believers who maybe even know about the Holy Spirit, but for, for whatever reason, they're not using it. Maybe they think because they're not qualified or uh, whatever the reason may be. And so as a result, we've got a bunch of believers who are just walking around with at like half capacity, you know, and if we were all operating at a hundred percent, man, imagine what that would look like. You know, what would we, what would we be able to accomplish with that? So that's, that's, that's the way that I like to look at it. It's like, man, I've, I've never even seen this movie before, but I know the reference will make sense. Like limitless, you know, like you have full <laughs> access to your brain or whatever. It's like that. Like, man, now things are, are limitless. Like I don't have to, who is in limitless? I don't know. I don't know. It was on the office one time and they were watching it on the bus, you well, know, okay. pretty sure it's, that uh, that's what's it's very specific. Reference. Yeah. They were watching it and, and they were like, oh, I've got some other movie on the way back or whatever. But anyway, you know, the whole point of the movie, right. the whole point of the movie is, is that, you know, he's got full access to his brain. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. When I have the Holy Spirit, I mean, you know, especially now having the, the gift of speaking in tongues, it's like, okay, there's really no reason why I can't get deeper, why I can't, you know, why I can't push more into my uh, intimacy with the Lord. I've got all the tools in front of me right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, really, 
if if you look at the word like there's your toolbox right there like i mean just use it but especially with the holy spirit you got you got full power so and that's something that we love to tell even like the youth kids it's like you don't have to be a certain age to use it there's no junior holy spirit that's right that's probably a different topic for a different day but um we you tell know. all of our kids that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, we're going to have more than just today on the on the yeah. Holy Spirit. So we'll, we'll definitely come back. And just because we've mentioned it a few times, um, you know, uh, the, the, when we talk about the gifts and the power of the Holy Spirit, um, you can go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and there is a list of the gifts that being baptized in the Holy Spirit, let's, let's word it this way, um, kind of ignites in your life, whether, whether they're like Will said a bit dormant, but when you're operating at a hundred percent capacity, meaning you fill with the Holy spirit, um, first Corinthians chapter 12 talks about the, the nine gifts. Well, some people say there's nine gifts. And then I heard someone recently say, well, really you can talk about the 21 gifts and they take mm-hmm. the nine gifts of the Holy spirit from first Corinthians, uh, the seven fruits of the spirit, and then the five ministry gifts, which nine and seven and five is 21. So we got a good friend good now, math. good friend now that says <laughs> 21 gifts of the Holy Spirit. But uh, for tradition's sake, we'll say the nine gifts listed in First Corinthians chapter 12 that become operational in your life when you're baptized with that fire is words of knowledge, words of wisdom, prophecy, the gift of faith, gifts of healing, miracles, discernment. Tongues, which we've already talked about a few times, and then interpretation of tongues. Mm. So nine, nine gifts um, that the Holy Spirit unlocks in your life. And, you know, the thing is, there's so many believers, maybe even, maybe not a majority of believers in history, but it seems like a majority of the believers in the U.S. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where we're all from. Uh, it, it, it seems like a majority of the believers in the U.S. are content yeah. to say, hey, I believe in Jesus, I'm going to heaven. Yeah. But then there's almost like no thought to what the word tells you yeah. you can do through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's like I just live my life, I go to work, and I'll, I'll go to heaven one day. And it's like, no, we're, we're actually called to make an impact. And when we mm-hmm. receive the Holy Spirit, that's when the doors to the upper room yeah. unlocked. And the disciples all left the upper room filled with the Holy Spirit. And within a relatively short amount of time, the entire world had heard the good news about Jesus. Yeah. They were believers were added to their to their community by the day. People were getting healed. People were getting set free. We can still have that. Yeah. We do still see that in some ways. We want to see it more. But like somebody said earlier, and what if every believer yeah. received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, became aware of what he produces and brings to your life and walked in it. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to read this um, in John 14, you know, Jesus is um, talking to his disciples and he says, you know, we just kind of did a series on this, but I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to the father and I'm going to read the rest of it, but obviously he's talking about the Holy Spirit. I mean, Jesus is actually Mm -hmm. saying, like, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works as I have done and greater works. Like, that blows my mind. Let me read the rest of it. It says, you can ask me anything in my name, and I will do it so the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me anything in my name, and I will do it. 
if you love me, obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit Come on. who leads you into all truth. Maybe this is like what we've been talking about. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. Mm. I mean, so like when we talk about like, you know, a majority of believers not having the Holy Spirit, I mean, they're not looking for him. That's good. You know, like the Lord isn't withholding. Right. No. <laughs> Why would he? No, Why, he you know, it's like they're not. I mean, that's what Jesus, Jesus said that he said. Wait, I just lost it. Okay. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you and lives with you now and later will be in you. Come on. So, I mean, he hadn't come yet. You know, that's when he like told him to go up to the upper room. And he says, you know, of course, I'm not going to leave you. But I think that's so good. I mean, Jesus is like, you're going to do better works than me because of the Holy Spirit. But the people that don't receive it, it's cause, because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. Mm-hmm. So it's like they wouldn't even know him if they saw him. Wow. That's well, a hard we- truth, you know? And I, like, I was, um, I think I told you guys about this, but I was like sitting in church during worship. It's probably been a few months ago thinking about the situation I was in where someone was just kind of like almost like begging for the Holy Spirit, you know? And I remember watching this play out thinking like, Oh, I wish I could say something and maybe I should have, but it didn't feel like the right moment to say something. Just kind of like, I'm going to put my foot in the ground until the Holy Spirit like does what I want him to do. And I, you know, they wanted to speak in tongues and I just wanted to say like, just like chilled. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like that's the, like, I think it comes out of this like spirit of that the Lord's like withholding. And if I like tell him, like, I won't leave this room until you do the thing that I want you to do. Like, I think they think it's proving to the, to God, like I'm committed. Mm-hmm. And so then he'll do it. But in fact, it's just kind of like getting into strife. Like if I do it, then you'll do your part mm-hmm. <laughs> where like God's already done it that's and right. he's not withholding from you. And if you just like, relax a little bit right. like yeah. what will said get out get, yeah, your, like get, get out of your own way. way yeah and you know someone i was talking to someone about that and then they asked me in response then when people don't speak in tongues why is it or like if people you know mm. that want it don't and so they're like no one's ever been able to answer that for me and i just kind of confidently said like they said well do you think it's their fault i said yes mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you know meaning like, the person's yeah. fault yeah. yeah like i can definitively so- like you know, I feel like there's not a lot you can definitively say, but I pretty firmly can say that because God's not, God's not like, I'm not going to do this for you. Like you don't get this and they do like, yeah, there's some kind of misthinking and something in their minds that like is not able to receive. So true. I, a free gift. We've prayed with so many people to receive the Holy spirit. And I just remember this one girl BJ and I did this camp uh, for youth when we were youth pastors. Ava, our daughter, was four months old, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She was little. And so it was a long time ago. So Shout out to Ava. She's 16 that's now. That's on the trip where she <laughs> threw up straight into my mouth. Yeah. Uh, okay. And it went down my throat. Yum. That was gross. Um, <laughs> so I just remember we had all these kids and, you know, to receive the Holy Spirit. And we had this girl, she was one of our leaders and, um, like she was kind of a young, young adult and, uh, we were praying and she just would not open her mouth. And I was like, look at, open your eyes. And she looked at me and I said, you have to open your mouth. 
And she just was like, I can't do it. You know? And I was like, you just spoke to in, in English to me. <laughs> now you have to do that in tongues. And she just like, could not, she couldn't get out of her own way. And she's like, every time I come and get prayed for the Holy spirit, I never get it. And I just want to say, because you're not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like they, I think a lot of people, and maybe this is like that old Pentecostal world, maybe still here. Some, some just that, you know, we come from charismatic. I come from a charismatic background. I've, I really think maybe even when I was growing up, it was like, you get like 10 people around you and everybody's screaming and then you finally give it up or whatever. And I mean, it can just be as easy as receiving in the parking lot as it is when 20 people are around you screaming in tongues. Yeah. And uh, I think some people have it in their head. If it doesn't look like this, then it's not real. Yeah. And or sound the, like this. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is so awesome. You can't put him in a box. That's why I love him. Cause I, I feel very yeah. kindred. Like don't put me in a box. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I love the Holy Spirit, but you can't, you can't just say, well, well, they got it. You know, um, they got it this way. So I guess that's the way I have to do it. It's like, no, the Holy Spirit meets you wherever and whenever I've heard people say I was in my bedroom and I just, you know, started speaking in tongues or I was in the parking lot or I was, yeah. you know, in a big service and I was down on my knees. So I, you can't just put it in a box. You know, oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, when you think about it like that, it almost becomes like works based, yeah, like. Yeah. And that's, that's probably why some people have that frustration of like, man, I'm just trying. So like you got your fists <laughs> balled up and clenched and like, you're trying so hard to just make it happen. And, and like you said, the picture of like 20 people surrounding you, like, you know, trying to get it to work, trying to get it to work, but it's a gift, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, like when, when we give our daughter a gift, like she doesn't have to try anything to receive that, you know, she doesn't have to do anything for us to give her anything. She's adorable. So we're just going to give her <laughs> gifts all the time. But like that, that's part of it. And, and it can really bum you out if you just try your best to make it work, make it work. But then it's just, as soon as you stop trying and stop, you know, get rid of the workspace thing, it just flows right out of you, you know? And so I've never thought about it like that. Like, part of the reason why some people are so frustrated is because they are the ones trying to make it happen. I was just talking to a friend last night. I was waiting on the word strife to come up, by the way, uh, because one thing that BJ and Lisa have taught us is no strife for no reason. I don't know if they're the ones that came up with it, but I mean, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure you, that, you was, us. Yeah. that um, was us. No, because we, we so were duking it out pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> we got a conviction from the Holy ghost. It was, it was really. Yeah. And, and so we've, we've used that for years now. And my friend was talking to me last night about, you know, what is strife? And to me, honestly, it, it's just living without the Holy spirit, living without, uh, the peace, like, you know, going against the peace. I mean, when you, when you get in a hurry, when you try to make things happen on your own, when you look at the, the circumstances around you and you're like, okay, what can I physically do within my flesh to yeah. fix this right now? You're getting into strife. You're not taking hold of the gift that you have. Who is the Holy Spirit? Who is your helper? Yeah. Like that's literally one of the main 
the main things that the Holy Spirit does and, and, and who we have like inside of us. And, and it, going back to the 50% thing, like you're choosing to, to operate in 50% and, and you're walking in that strife because man, and, and it's easier said than done. You can look at the bank account. You can look at the, you know, I need, I need this, I need that. And it's just not there. And then you start to think, okay, well, I've got to make it happen. I've got to get out there and, you know, uh, go break my back doing some hard labor. And, um, you know, the good thing about the Lord is that he's going to bless what you put your hands to. And there's a whole other, uh, a whole other bunny trail we could get on with that. But man, strife is really bad. Uh, You know, strife, strife really does take the life out of people, Mm. you know, and the Holy Spirit does not the Holy Spirit does the opposite. <laughs> it's so true. makes so life true. so much easier. Well, James three sixteen says that where there's envy and strife, yep. there's confusion. Yeah, and every, every evil work. work. So if you, if you, it's funny. I've never thought about living in strife as a bit of like the opposite of living in the Holy Spirit. But but you know when you yeah, look I like at the that, Will. when you look at the gifts the Holy Spirit brings, word of knowledge word of wisdom those are not those are the opposite of confusion yeah which is what is so true. which is what james says is present in the presence of strife is confusion mm-hmm. and every evil work and the gifts of the holy spirit not only come against evil work in people's lives they also involve wisdom word of wisdom which well, well speaking in tongues and especially interpreting tongues i mean that's like secrets of of the kingdom that's like that's like tapping into to the the, the spirit on the inside of you and praying and saying things that you'd have no way of knowing in your earthly mind. So, um, yeah, I read an article years ago that kind of broke my heart. Um, there was a musician, a singer that um, is pretty well known. He was he used to be in a, a band called Pedro the Lion, and he was a believer. And at this point in this his life in this interview, he wasn't um, he didn't consider himself a believer. And the guy in this doing this interview said, "Why? Why? Why have you? Why don't you consider yourself a believer anymore?" And he said, well, when I was a kid in youth camp, um, when I was a kid in youth camp, everybody was getting speaking in tongues and crying, and that never happened to me. So I don't know why God didn't choose me, but he seemed like he chose everybody else except for me. And, that, and, and this dude was like, I, he didn't even consider himself a believer now because of that mindset, which goes back to, I think, what Brittany was saying, um, which I think is an important thing to hit on. Yeah. So many people, well, it's never happened to me. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you're a believer you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit or that baptism of fire, whatever it looks like, whatever, if it happens upon salvation and remains dormant, or if it happens maybe after salvation, but whatever it is, is something that is available to you. The gifts the Holy Spirit brings are available to you. Instead of you making it happen, you need to get in the word, believe it for yourself, see that this is not just for the people that, others consider chosen. No, this is for every believer. And if that's the case, you got to get your unbelief out of the way. And then like Lisa, I believe is the one that said this, then you just do it. Yeah, You just do it. It's great when somebody prays with you and prays for you and then um, something happens, there's an encounter and all of a sudden you, you receive this baptism and evidence of speaking in tongues is present, right? That's great. But you don't have to wait for that. If yeah. you're a believer and you believe what the word says, this is a gift for you, you can just do it. That involves getting your mind out of the way. I always mm-hmm. tell people this, your brain 
does not understand things of the spirit, right? Jesus said there's a difference between spirit and flesh. And as a human, we're both, right? We are spirit. We also are flesh. But our flesh, our, our the part of us, our brain, it, it's awkward. It's weird. It doesn't understand it. So with that in mind, that's what holds so many people back is they want to fully understand or or they want to be one of what they consider the chosen. Well, listen, you are chosen. Yeah. Yeah. You're a believer. Yeah. And now it's time. It's time for you just to believe it operate in it, yeah. move your mouth yeah. and allow it to come out. That's good. And, uh, that's the first step. That's the first step. And you know, well, what if it's not real? It's all right. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, Nobody corrects their babies. <laughs> right. Like, like yeah. we'll mention their, their, we'll mention Jolene who we are all pretty much obsessed with. <laughs> uh, she'll be two pretty soon. And we are literally, uh, Lisa and I, I mean, we're not even blood related and we are scheduling our November around her two year old birthday party. Yeah. Um, we, um, she, uh, nobody's going to look at her right now. She's got those great little mumbles yeah. that we all know here before mm-hmm. long, those mumbles are going to be full sentences with actual English words, yeah. mm-hmm. but there's nobody looking at Jolene saying, Hey, stop all that. Yeah. Stop those mumbles. No, we know yeah. it's a process. <laughs> right. yeah. And, and is it, it's not wrong for a believer to have a process when it comes to operating in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We, we keep going back to speaking in tongues today. It's such a huge part of our lives. Yeah. And yeah. if you think that's strange, then uh, you would also think the Apostle Paul is strange. Because yeah. he he wrote um, emphatically, without question, he wrote these words, I pray in tongues more than all of you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, in fact, and, and since we mentioned Andrew Womack, I actually just heard him talking about leadership. And he mm-hmm. said one of the, if I'm, if I'm remembering it right, I believe he said a, one of the qualities of a good leader is they pray in tongues. Mm. And I was like, Ooh, I like that. I've never heard anybody give that as a leadership quality. I think that's what he said. Don't, 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 don't take my word for that. So important. We can add um, that to, to the list. If yeah. It wasn't in it. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> we'll have we'll our fact checking team uh, get on that. Oh, yeah. 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 Check fact get right finders. on that. Well, <laughs> the freedom fact finder. <laughs> well, Hey, we're going to spend, um, Several weeks just talking about yeah. the Holy Spirit, the ministry of the Holy Spirit, how important the Holy Spirit is to us, and um, so we're gonna we're, we're gonna jump back on this next week. Uh, we're gonna try to keep these podcasts to around 35, 40 yeah. minutes. That, that, that seems like a good time. So um, I'm sure we had a few unfinished thoughts today. Uh, we're all in this room learning how to how to do this with microphones in front of us as well with the time. <laughs> With the time frame. So, uh, yeah, we can talk a long time. We can, yeah, we yeah, can. And we might me. go back and listen and say, oh man, we had four or five thoughts we didn't finish or, or whatever. So, if that's the case, that's good. we'll, we'll just come keep back. Um, and, and, you know, and, and if you hear something that we didn't and you want, you'd love for us to hit on it. Yeah. I mean, send us that's a good. message or something. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll bring that in. We need things to talk about. Yeah. So, um, man, this has been great. Anybody have any final words, final thoughts? Awesome. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. I wish I had some more coffee though. Yeah. Will does Tell drink the, his coffee so fast. I mean, but why so fast? Yeah, I don't know. Judah does it too. I Judah know. does it because That's because Will he does wants it. to be yeah. like yeah. Will. <laughs> Judah does it because Will does it. I like to He's say a that. holy example. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I do miss my chives though. Oh. Maybe one day. You know what? Chives have too much sugar. So much sugar. That's going to be like a special birthday treat or something. Oh. If anybody yeah. has a recipe for birthday. a sugar free, Yep. Or Ice low chai. sugar chai. That'd be awesome. Send it our way. Okay. Yeah. 
uh, what, how do people send us messages? Do we have an email? Do we have uh, what yeah, do they do? Info at FCS. Write us a letter. Um, <laughs> Drop it in the mail. Drop us a line. Yeah. What really? What do they do? Info at fcgastonia.com. We get those. Yeah. I do. All four of us. Everybody Info, got their email. Especially Lisa, who yeah. never checks so her email, email. Or text. <laughs> Info, Don't text, please. Info at fcgastonia. Just call me because yeah. I'm an old granny. <laughs> Info at fcgastonia.com. And if you know us, yeah. um, just let us know. Tell or us on Sunday. Send us a DM on FC Gastonia. Send us yeah. a DM. Mm-hmm. We should have a fake. We should have an account for this podcast. Oh, yeah. Yep. We will. Social media team. Add it to the list. Freedom. Tell our team to yeah. get on that. Will. Catherine, Catherine is our editor. She's <laughs> yeah, going to be Catherine. editing these and she's going to be um, doing Starting all that. Those accounts. So Catherine, make a note of that. We need to get, uh, we need to get a social media set up. Yeah. Just make a note of that. Okay. okay. All right. All right. We call her cat. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Guys, this has been a lot of fun and uh, listeners, we are very grateful for you and we'll see y'all. Uh, you'll hear from us next week. Awesome. Amen. Adios. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us for Coffee at FCG. We are so thankful for you, and we would love to hear from you. So if you want to get in touch with us, send us a message, whatever you want to do, info at fcgastonia.com. If you'd like to give to our church, uh, obviously we're a, we're a church, so it's a nonprofit status. You'll get a giving statement at the end of the year. You can go to our website, fcgastonia.com and hit the giving link right there. Um, It's a great way for you to, it's a great place for you to sow. So we would love to hear from you. Just conversation. Let us know your prayer needs. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. But uh, we are so glad you're with us and we will hear from you soon. You'll hear from us soon.